I'm Mr. Marvel, and it's my job to catch you up on all the things going on in the MCU. So settle in, and let's not waste another minute. Welcome to episode 13. Today we are going to break down Disney Plus's She-Hulk trailer, which will debut on August 17th, 2022. Before we get into this breakdown, I am going to play the trailer and see if there's anything new that really stands out that I didn't catch before. Being a superhero is a trial by fire. Who's going to protect the world if not people like you? Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. A demanding job. They just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be the face of it. And a frustrating family. Because we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. The transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. Oh. things that really catch my attention here. First and foremost, we all knew that we would see Banner play an important role within this series, as he is the one that gives his cousin, Jennifer Walters, her hulkish powers, which if you remember from the comics, she was shot and Banner gave her a blood transfusion, giving birth to She-Hulk. Now we do see a car flipping off the road. I am going to just speculate on this and say that this will be the accident that leads to her transfusion and transformation. We also see some pretty awesome weapons that look like Stark Tech. Could these be a mini-sized sonic cannon that we also saw General Ross use in the Hulk back in the 2008 film. I really want to know more about this maximum security prison. What I can tell from this trailer is that it seems isolated in the desert, has some crazy high walls around it, and what looks like an energy fence on each side of the road leading up to it. Now, could this be a shield, sword, or a new agency's facility? So they want her to head up a superhuman law division, giving me some incredible Matt Murdock vibes here. But with Daredevil being in New York and She-Hulk in California, I'm not really seeing 
a connection. How would that work out other than just a mention of Matt Murdoch's name? But it's looking like one of her clients is none other than that of Tim Roth reprising his role of Emil Blonsky, meaning they have had abomination this whole Time. If you remember the cage fight we saw in Shang-Chi where Wong was fighting Abomination and when they were done, Wong sling-ringed them back to a dark room and all we could see was this exact cage, bringing light to the fact that S.H.I.E.L.D. has had Blonsky this whole time. We know from Marvel's one-shot the consultant that they originally wanted him as part of the Avengers initiative, leading me to believe that this could be a shield facility and with Banner on his way out, Abomination could be back in Avengers Either way, we will get some answers, and I assume Wong would have to make an appearance at some point throughout this series. This is where it gets a little confusing for me, as we have Professor Hulk just like we did back in Endgame, but when we last saw Banner at the end of Shang-Chi, he was in a sling and in human form, so I am guessing His arm has healed and he is now able to transform, which makes me think about that scene. What was on his left hand? Maybe some sort of tech to dampen his powers or something to speed up the process. It really makes me think about those handcuffs that we just saw Dr. Strange in where he wasn't able to use his powers. I just hope they give us some sort of answers as to how Bruce's arm healed and why he is back in Professor Hulk form. All right, moving on here as we finally get the everyday look of Fiona. I mean, She-Hulk. This CG has been driving a lot of people crazy, myself included. But what we have to remember is this is May and there are three more months until She-Hulk's premiere. I believe this will not be the finished project. At least I hope not. However, we do get that overly sexualized comic accurate portrayal of She-Hulk as she is swiping right on every guy in this dating app and then carrying her date off to the bedroom. Then the killer moves as everyone is checking her out at what could be a garden party. Wait, did you catch Frogman and Titania? Two things here. Titania is our arch nemesis whose powers basically match that of She-Hulk's. And then Frogman is the son of the villainous Leapfrog and is more so a goofy superhero fanboy. Now, in the comics, this character's adversary is Daredevil. Could this be our tie-in to Matt Murdock? And on that note, this concludes our trailer breakdown of Disney Plus's upcoming series, 
She-Hulk, which again will air on August 17th. Honestly, I am incredibly excited for this series, especially since we are going to get nine episodes, bringing us into October just in time for our Disney Plus Halloween special. This means we now have Miss Marvel on June 8th, Thor Love and Thunder on July 8th, She-Hulk on August 17th, the untitled Halloween special sometime in October, Wakanda Forever on November 11th, and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special before the end of the year to hold us over for the rest of the year. I'd say Marvel keeps on delivering and I cannot wait to see these movies and TV series plus everything else they have in the pipeline. So make sure you are giving us a follow and turn on notifications because you definitely do not want to miss out on all the fun we are going to have throughout the end of the year. Now, let's check out the results of Friday's Instagram game, Friday's Favorites. I kept this one simple by just pairing up some of my favorite Marvel characters against one another. Professor X versus Magneto. And now, as Professor X most recently passed away, spoilers, he came out on top with the win. Loki versus Doctor Strange. And of course, Loki wins. Now, if only he can make a cameo appearance in the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder, he will truly be a winner in my book. Captain America versus Spider-Man. And by a landslide, Spider-Man won. So I know you fans out there really love some Spider-Man. Jean Grey versus Storm. And Jean Grey takes the win as I feel like she is still the most powerful mutant out there and could have easily taken on Wanda had she had the chance. And to close up this matchup, we had Deadpool versus Wolverine. Now, I've got to give a little apology to my friend Louie as Wolverine did lose this one pretty bad. But I am always happy anytime Deadpool wins as he is still one of my favorite characters. Thanks to everyone that played this week and I hope you are ready for what's coming out this week. Now you might be asking yourself, what happened to Tuesdays this or that? Well, I am mixing it up and starting Monday, May 30th, I am going to be starting something new. So make sure you are following at Mr. Marvel's Minutes on Instagram because you're not going to want to miss out. Speaking of new things, last Thursday night, I did a guest spot on my favorite podcast. That's right. My friends over at the Earth 894, a Marvel cinematic podcast, had me back to be a part of their 52nd episode where we shared our final thoughts on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in a roundtable discussion. Now, I'll add that episode here later this week, but make sure you are following 
at Earth 894 Podcast, as these guys are awesome. Now, usually my episodes drop late Saturday or early Sunday, but because of a certain announcement earlier this week, yes, that's right, the new Thor Love and Thunder trailer just dropped. So you are going to get a bonus episode inside of this episode right now as we check out this trailer together. Normally, I watch trailers about six to eight times and mostly on super, super slow motion with subtitles on as soon as they come out. But the other night, I went live on Instagram with the Earth 894 podcast, bringing you our first impressions immediately after the trailer dropped. I mean, we spent almost an hour covering everything we could. So right now, I am just going to do a quick recap on what stood out the most to me. All right, here we go. Kids, get to popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space Viking. Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. When he got in shape, he went from dead bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? Seven months and six days. Give or take. Am I uh, sensing feelings? <laughs> well, you're right. The only ones who gods care about is themselves. So this is my vow. All gods will die. Take off your disguise. And flip! Oh! Flip too hard, damn it! Shall we help him? Eventually. Great. Right off the bat, we see two people walking up the hill where Thor is sitting. Now, I'm assuming this could be at the end of the movie as Korg is narrating everything. And if I'm correct, this could be Loki and Sylvie. But if it's at the beginning of the movie, it would have to be Star-Lord and 
Mantis. We do see Korg with Tooth Grinder and Tooth Smasher. Now, to me, it would make sense that these are his pets and not Thor's, especially given the look of his belt buckle and, I mean, the fact that he does have them on a leash, in a sense. But we finally see Gore, and holy shit, Christian Bale looks absolutely amazing. Now, I said this the other night, and I'll say it again here. He does look like a super swole Voldemort. <laughs> the only thing that I am disappointed with here is his necro sword. I do hope that this is something that does get fixed before release. As for me, it just looks like a broadsword and not a necro sword. I am very interested to see what this moon or whatever it is that Gore smashes his sword into because I feel like this is where the final battle will take place. Now, I am going to just assume this could be the moon of Olympus and will be a pivotal part of the movie. I mean, we see Valkyrie fighting with what can only be Zeus's lightning bolt. So I will also be very interested in learning how she got this. Maybe Zeus died. Did she steal it? I just have no idea, but I am super intrigued about this. Either way, this could be wild if somehow Valkyrie now holds the power of Zeus. It was also rumored that Jane would have a love interest in this movie, but it was not going to be Thor. And they were leading speculations for us to believe it was going to be Valkyrie. However, watching this trailer, I am 100% positive her love interest will be that of Thor. Now, when we see Zeus give Thor a little flick to reveal his disguise, we are left with a naked god of thunder. But if you look closely here at the two minute mark, he has a Loki back tattoo. Now, I really hope that they dive a little deeper into how or even why this is on his back. Overall, this new two minute and 15 second trailer has me super excited, especially since we should get at least two more trailers before the movie drops. And even though I have only seen maybe three minutes of overlapping trailers and a few behind the scenes images, this movie has made it to my top five favorite Marvel movies of all time and the number one spot on my 2022 movie list. If you want to see my full reaction video and have an hour to spare, head on over to Instagram and search at Earth894 Podcast and check out their most recent video. Also, while we are talking about Thor, one of my longtime high school friends, Chris, owns and operates a company called Dharma 
Imports of Colorado, where he specializes in the finest handmade fair trade goods. One of his biggest products are that of Grateful Dead inspired patches, pins, and accessories. Well, he made me a custom Thor inspired pin, and this thing is so badass. Make sure you check out his link in the description for this episode and keep an eye out for the picture I'll post later today on my Instagram feed. And don't forget to check out the Needlessly Nerdy Network. And you're probably asking yourself, what is that? Well, the Needlessly Nerdy Network is a conglomerate of podcasts, and blogs that provide entertainment, news, and reviews about all things nerdy, including movies, TV, books, video games, tabletop games, cons, pulp culture, and more. So for more nerdy podcasts, head on over to needlesslynerdy.com. You can also click the links in the description for this episode. If you are enjoying Mr. Marvel's Minutes, please take the time to leave me a rating and review on whichever platform you are using. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family so they can join in on all the fun too. Make sure you click that little bell so you'll get notified first when we release a new episode. As always, thanks for listening and make sure you are following me on all social media platforms. Just search Mr. Marvel's Minutes. Mr. Marvel's Minutes is brought to you by Crafts by Spooky Blog, where it's spooky, but with some pixie dust. Just search Etsy for Crafts by Spooky Blog. You can also become a Patreon to help us keep the mic on. The Needlessly Nerdy Podcast Network, your source for all things nerdy. www.needlesslynerdy.com.